0: Like normally, when it comes to video making, I'm like, in like me and my partner hand each other back and forth the process a lot. But I've been doing a lot more kind of simple projects where I kind of do it all. And one of these projects is one where I can almost do everything. So you're gonna you're gonna produce our next uh, music video? Ooh, Ah, man! I'm just like Ah. music videos are so major on the part that I'm not good at. They're just so big on ethereal footage and beautiful b-roll and like that is my weak spot so roll, roll that-, that
1: beautiful yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yes we both- yes
2: oh dang we both had the same goof <laughs> and then we goofed each other
3: yeah hey you know what? If you know, you know. If you yeah. don't, you miss yeah, out on even, that We're one. actually not even
0: going to let it happen now. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Bush's Baked Beans. Yeah. Oh, you had to do it, didn't you? <laughs> Talking dogs all over the place. Oh, Gosh. man.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say, I did have uh, Bush's Baked Beans like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> How were and they? And they were so good. Like I haven't had them in a while. That's like some of the best food I've ever eaten. Dude, they're uh, so we, good.
0: Oh, apparently, your dog starts talking to you. <laughs> we <laughs> we, we that's organic how, beans. That's how hard they trip you out. Dang, like, you eat dude. those beans. Dude, my dog started talking to me, bro. Can
3: Dang. we start a tracker, though, of the number of times we mentioned something completely random? And Nate has a very specific recent...
2: Uh, yeah, what is that? Is my life just so random? <laughs> is that just like kind of... My- or it's the opposite. <laughs> or it's the
0: opposite, dude.
2: Oh, it's just serendipitous like events and all the time. It,
0: have, yeah. have you guys w- watched Devs? That new show, Devs? No, I've heard no. some good stuff. It's. it's I do a have s- a
2: good story about uh, hearing about Devs. If you <laughs> <laughs> hear from
0: from yes. two days ago? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know, <laughs> know. From right... If this <laughs> from- ties in with the with the baked beans, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the
1: dumbest thing
2: ever. No, Please. it does it has nothing to do, do with <laughs> It has nothing to do with uh uh baked beans. But I was
0: in, in Wait, LA. just to be clear, this has nothing to do with baked beans. No. It okay, doesn't. go ahead.
2: This is such a dumb story. I'm I i should not even tell it. It's it's not even a good story. It's a terrible story. <laughs> I was in LA right after the Face Sound Fest thing. And my friend Ryan and I were eating burgers on uh, Venice Beach Boulevard, whatever the, you know, you guys get it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, some some girl came into the bar and she was like, uh, really, really mean, but also nice to us. <laughs> Super <laughs> mean, like, was like negging us, like hardcore.
0: Like, but as a way of like kind of flirting slash no, just being funny? No, not at all. She was
2: like- she was like going off about how how we were like super
0: poor, <laughs> and then she- <laughs> how did she know you're super poor? Well, she just looked at me, and <laughs> I, like, I like that.
3: It's how did she know? Not why did she
2: think? I just point. Oh that yeah, out there. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but she was like, she's like. She's like, oh, look at you. Because it's me and Ryan, and we both are look like bums. Yeah. And we're, like, eating these hamburgers.
0: With your stick and bindles, right? <laughs> yeah. And she comes in, our, in.
2: We're wearing barrels as clothes, <laughs> like old-timey homos.
0: <laughs> and she's
2: like, "She's like,
4: you guys are so poor.
2: <laughs> That's not exactly what she said, but it was basically what she meant. And... Uh, <laughs> And then she bought us like a big pitcher of beer, which was great because it's super expensive. It was like thirty five dollars or something, Ridiculous. right? Which was
0: just her big timing on you, but I know. Y- you and I was like,
2: it. I should be so mad about this, but I'm super psyched that you bought this for me. Uh, and but she did tell me to watch Dave. <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: she was seriously
2: saying so much mean stuff, Wait, I was, it was awesome. Coming. What
0: triggered her to like engage you Dude, in she such a way? Seriously, the
2: the only thing that triggered her was, like, that Ryan and I were just sitting at the bar counter eating hamburgers. That was it. <laughs> like,
0: like, it's we like were, When you see sh- movies where, like, someone walks up and just picks on a character for no reason. Dude, it was exactly and I'm always like, that's like so, that. No one just does that. But that's exactly what happened to you.
2: It was, like, okay, it was totally like a movie where she came up and and she was, like like, not really in our way, but then... She kind of like went out of her way to be like, I'm sorry, like I'm in your way. And we're like, we're just, we're fine. It's a crowded bar. We're eating our food. It's no big deal. But she was like offended that we weren't offended that she was offending us.
0: She's a a complicated lady.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, definitely. And she was with a friend who was very embarrassed at everything she was saying. Uh, But she she did
0: recommend devs to me, so I might check it out. So she doubled down on making fun of you and then bought you beer to try to make up for it? Yeah, I don't know. I, and I, then she I, recommended sh- devs. It's all, it all checks out. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, so anyway,
2: that's the person who recommended devs to me, which I think seems reliable.
3: <laughs> well, you guys want to do a top five?
2: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: <laughs> top five. Babies. All right, we
3: got a top five this week from Aaron. He's in our Discord server. He's part of our Epicenter. He's an Epicenter patron. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, I actually don't know your last name, Aaron. You're Aaron Makes on the uh, Discord server.
0: I know Aaron and Makes' last name, but I'm, I'm not know... going to
3: blow him up like that.
2: Whoa. <laughs> yeah, keep it to yourself.
3: Bud. I know. Uh, well, I know you love coffee. I do know that, and I see here that you're 32 and
0: from North Carolina. So You've hung out you. with him, and you know who dude, he is. But you it, just it, doxed I, him. Unfortunately,
3: dude. all yeah, all I see is this little avatar. Yeah, that's if why you saw I me be like, like,
0: "Oh, I remember Aaron. He's a good yeah, dude. He used to book show. I'm shows Sure, first. I do.
3: Yeah, Aaron, you're a good dude, and I remember you, and <laughs> I appreciate you being <laughs> in our group and basically holding all things coffee together for us.
0: Yeah, wow. really, honestly. Well, he
3: gave us a top five bands that have broken up. And I was super intrigued by that, so let's do that one. His are So yeah, Save Me, The Format, which yeah. I forgot about them, but that, that's a cool choice. Uh, now, he cheated, but so did, so did I, and I think maybe all of us did a little bit, so we'll get to that. Uh, Advent, but he said they got back together. Right. Um, which I knew, yeah, obviously P- we, we, we and knew And they're more that pissed than ever. Be, yeah. Um, the Chariot. Right on which I bet I bet a lot of people in our Discord server that's probably on their top five, I would bet. Mm-hmm. And then number mm-hmm. one, Beloved. Uh, and I, th- I still count that, even though they are getting back together uh, for this show and maybe a little bit more, but um, I think of those more as like reunions than just getting back together. Are they getting back together?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they're definitely getting back together, and they've, they've like hinted that they might write again, but wow, they're definitely... Okay. they're definitely so, it sounds yeah. like it's going to be a thing.
3: Cool. Well, I hope so. It'd be interesting to hear what Beloved is now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because it's, it's, yeah, I d- that it's band. It's dated back in the right? day. Like, I'm not being mean. It's dated. Yeah, like, it's I'm one
0: of those people who fifteen doesn't years old. Want, like, I always want my bands to like keep progressing. So I'm gonna be gonna be the first one that like if that record sounds like Failure on, I love Failure on, and it's was the perfect record then. I want to hear what they make now. You know, like I, I and I'd rather them swing for the fences and fail than like, right. But I think those guys are too creative to do that. Like I think what I, I know imagine the, they're progressing. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, especially since most of them have continued to play. So I'd be yeah. super into hearing what they they make now.
2: I want yeah. my my bands to stay broken up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, give us your bands.
0: <laughs> give us uh, your bands go you first. want to
2: stay broken. Yeah, up. I you're, I you're go going first. top five first. bands yeah. you don't want All to right. get back together. One when, when this when this thing first came up, the first two bands that popped in my head. I don't think really count because they've both sort of uh, had you know some sort of reunite you know kind of situation you know be it mm-hmm. an album or whatever. But the fir- the first band that came to my head was Rage Against the Machine, but they mm-hmm. just announced a bunch of shows, right? That are I would b-
0: count that as proper though because they <laughs> they haven't recorded any music or even talked about that.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time. So
0: they're just kind of playing shows. So for me, that like that counts. But
2: but also. I'm kind of good like they they should be done. Like I mean they can go play a show. That's totally cool. Like I them playing shows and like doing live stuff, but I don't really want them to make any more music because I just don't think that what what that band was about just doesn't make sense.
0: Oh, you don't like, think so? I feel like to hear Zach De La Roca's aggression <clears throat> and intelligence in the Trump era like would be welcomed.
2: I I agree with that, but I agree with that for a 26-year-old version of him. I okay. don't really, uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like I, like, like that's, I, I didn't really get to finish my thought on that, which is more just that they're old guys now, which is like, I just think music that's that angry and filled with like vitriol is like for young people to make.
3: Yeah. It was really basic. <laughs> how old, how old is Zach Della
0: Ro- De Roca now? Probably. I guess he's like 49 or something. 40 something. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: Hey, can we have an imaginary uh, secretary or do, like whatever that person would be where we could say, hey, uh, Leon, look that up for us? Yeah. Wait, it's who has done. to be
2: Leon, though? Uh, like, is it one of us or is it? No. Do we actually have to find
3: the Is You can be Leon. Well, imagine, imagine Aaron will take
0: on Leon. Guys, Leon, just, even Leon to. just told me in my headset my <laughs> that Zach De La Roca is 50 years old.
2: That's, that's what I'm saying. That's old. too old to write. Angry
0: against. Yeah. If the, Zach
3: Dalaroca was in your room right now, you would not say that. I He's think like he would be old
2: Gen
0: X. You know, <laughs> I think he would be. I think he would be more incisive, more insightful. But I think you're right that it it can't sound as it can't sound as petulant. Like it can't sound as like angsty. That then I don't. Right. So, but I'd be interested just to hear that. Like yeah, I'd, yeah,
2: yeah. But what I'm saying is, I appreciate their music for. What they did, yeah, and I'm cool with leaving it. And the same thing goes for the next band on my list, which was Pumpkins. Both those oh. bands, I took off my list, so because Pumpkins, they did an EP with like pretty much other than the bassist, pretty much the original lineup. Um, yeah,
0: I-, I thought about them too. They're just they've kind of never. I mean, even when even when Billy Corgan said that band is not existent, we were all like, yeah, come on, Billy. Like everything he did. Anything Billy Corgan touches has a Smashing Pumpkins vibe to it. Yeah,
2: it never really felt like it left. Yeah, okay, which so um, is a good thing,
0: I think. My keep, keep real going. list. Hey. Yeah. Um. The Beatles.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: Okay. Beatles one. <laughs> start won. with
2: start with the obvious stuff.
0: They were gets, on my it list It gets too. more
2: interesting. I'm not, we're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> uh. The. Okay. This one is a the band. British
0: band. The British band. The Beatles.
2: <laughs> British band. The Beatles. Okay. Got it. Then I'm gonna do Pink Floyd. Pink,
0: this is the most okay. The, Whitney the Houston. Gets, the,
2: the list gets better. I only say Led Pink Floyd because they're like one of my top Nirvana. five favorite bands.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Elvis.
2: recognize the silliness of putting these on my list. You're but like, Pink like Floyd, only.
0: Ba- I only want to mention bands that have T-shirts in Target. Like that's the only. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I could keep. I could keep going. Guns and Roses. <laughs> I don't like Guns and Roses, so let that either. be known. Everyone needs to know I don't like them.
0: <laughs> I'm not into it. Uh, on, not.
2: Okay, it's it's getting it's getting better. Uh, we could talk about those, but they don't need to be talked about. They're the best. Some of the best bands that ever exist, and they're broken up. Uh, Oasis, right? Right. Famously oh. broken
0: up. Yeah. Oh yeah, get those brothers back together. But
2: here's the thing: I don't really. Want them to get back together because I enjoy them being broken up
0: <laughs> so much.
2: It's so brings so much entertainment to my life.
0: In what way do you enjoy them? Be- just the oh feud that's gosh, going just back and the, forth.
2: The, the how much they dislike each other is so fun. They're such a it's just such a disaster. I love that. Okay, this one is totally cheating. This is kind of into being a realist now because uh, they're another band that isn't really broken up, but uh the original lineup of mute math mm. i was like oh, okay. one of my favorite things ever the <clears>
3: original <throat> the original or the like the first main portion like that um, ba- so the the, the, th- the basis that was like they're famous with is not the original
2: yeah so the i'm going to go with like when their first full length mm-hmm. album came out gotcha yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um that lineup yes so uh, good which th- the only person left is Paul Meany, the like vocalist from from that lineup. There's only one person that mm-hmm. remains that like, right does anything with the man. I so, thought the
3: drummer was still around. But, uh, <clears> no, he left I, like a I year or two ago.
2: Yeah, I haven't been keeping up. Um, but so, still, to this
3: day, one of the best concerts I've ever seen was yeah, 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 yeah. Them. easily yeah. like
2: very probably number two best show. Maybe maybe number three, but it's like yeah, like that original lineup. I think was so cool and like magical. Um, and that's one of the few bands where I think if they actually did all get together and write a new record, it would be actually really great.
0: So so what's your last band?
2: Uh, the Mars Volta.
0: Oh. Mm, great
2: choice. That's hey, nice. was there
3: any chance that uh, Motion City Soundtrack would have been on there?
2: Um, maybe, yeah. Could have mm. been. I mean, I filled my list up with obvious like, <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo Answers <laughs> bands. <laughs>
3: Well, to be honest, the Beatles were on mine, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I won't do that." You know,
2: I um, did it for you. I I legitimately <laughs> love the Beatles, and I legitimately right. love Pink Floyd and Oasis. So, like, Pink Floyd is is absolutely one of my top five favorite bands, and uh, yeah, and they're very famously broken up because so
0: because of personalities. So, so I'll piggyback on that because because like I started to think through it, and I realized that almost all the the artists that like. Are like lifelong artists that I still want to like keep. Like I have lots of artists like that I liked at a certain time. Radiohead. They're all together. Like all the bands I really love are still going. Radiohead's my
2: favorite band. They're still a band.
0: Or they're dead, and I didn't think that was fair, so I left those off my list too.
2: I thought it was fair. I put them right
0: on there. I was like Hammock, cigaros, Foo Fighters, Saves the Day. Like uh, you know all those guys. Then as far as like dead, like Rich Mullins, you know Nirvana. I mean, there's so many things. So I ended up just realizing that like almost every band that I liked has gotten with, you know, the way the internet is now has gotten hip and gotten back together just for the joy of making music. So my list is five bands that broke up, but are now back together. Oh, so okay. that, that might be cheating, but I, I don't remember the wording being that specific. No, that's fine. We okay. make the rules. <laughs> um, my, mine was Bon Iver. Remember he said it was dead right. for a while and did other stuff and then came back like announced cause he announced it was over and I think their new record is amazing. I love it as much as almost as much as anything he's done. Um, number two was refused. I freaking love that band and they hated each other. Nobody thought they'd ever get together again. They um, put out like
2: two new albums, I think.
0: They just put out a new album like three years ago. And then they have a like 2017 one, don't they? Yeah, but they were they were du- they were like dead for like <clears throat> 15 years. like they wouldn't talk to each other or whatever. It was bad. And I they came back they with a vengeance, and I think they sound sick still. Uh, Nickel Creek was a band that I caught mm-hmm. on to once, once it was almost too late. And I haven't really liked any of their individual outputs puts as much as I do when they're together. Um, and they put out a new record a few years ago. Have you seen them live? I have on video, and they're amazing. And You need to
2: just go in person. You figure it out and go.
0: I lived with a guy one summer <clears> in... in uh, doing an internship and he would constantly tell me that they were the best musicians on the planet and I no reason to think he was wrong.
2: I think I've seen him five times and every time it's been like one of the greatest things ever.
0: So uh number four would be uh Well Further Seems Forever. I always really wanted another album from the first lineup because that's my favorite. And then they made it and it's sick and I really like it. Um I don't know if I love the production on it as much, but like man, I, I still put that record on sometimes and super enjoy it uh penny yeah. black is that what it's called
2: yeah mm-hmm. i have it on vinyl i think it's good i, I, it's really I good. echo everything you said about it the production's a little weird songs are great i really yeah. like and i don't even care that much about moon is down i like the second record um but i so i actually like penny black better than i like moon is down but mm-hmm. that's
0: yeah we, sacrilege. Know how you feel we don't have to talk record. about that <laughs> and then my last one what uh like is, is I ended up just saying "Hopes Fall" because that was I liked their last two records more than the early stuff, which kind of got them famous. Most people feel the opposite, but I thought A Types and Magnetic North were really interesting and were more influential to us than the stuff people dug more. And then they put a new record out this year, or last year called Arbiter, and it's it's almost like heavy meditation music for me. Like I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you which song is my favorite song on the record. It almost fits the same like. It, it almost fits in the same part of my brain that Hammock does. Like I just put it on and I just kind of mm-hmm. dig the vibe. He writes really weird melodies. His voice is like really weird. So I don't and I don't know if I like that record as much as I do uh, A-Types from Magnetic North, but I really dig it. So those are the five that came to mind. Sorry if I cheated, Aaron. Right
3: on. No, no, no. <clears throat> because <laughs> I have a lot of overlap with, with both of you. What do you got, Maya? Um, so my caveat is going to be that only one of these do I know for sure is officially broken up, but um, the other ones I think might as well be. I'll get to it. Oasis. Yeah. That's an easy one. Duh. They're broken up. All right. I included Further Scenes Forever because it's been eight, almost nine years since they put out a record. I'm Mm. calling that. Maybe they haven't said they're broken up, but they're inactive. So you you want even more
0: is what you're saying. I want more? You want even, we already got them back together, but you're saying, I want more now. I want even more than what we got. Yeah, 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 for sure. I want well, a no, no. No, another Jason Gleason record. No, 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 I mean,
3: I'm not necessarily saying that I want more. Like the, I w- I'm not complaining, I'm just saying, oh, that right. I, c- I consider them broken up right now because they're right, okay, so inactive gotcha. for so many years. And, and I put Nickel Creek in the same category. They're, okay. they're my next one. Because uh, Further Seems Forever record was 2012, and Nickel Creek's last one was 2014. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah, of inactivity. you're right. You're right. Um, I put me without you. Oh, I, I almost put them too. Kind through. of jumping the gun, but I think that's fair. Yeah, personally. Uh, and then the last one, brand new. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a that's a complicated one, man. That's a complicated one because there's think, still
0: a lot of stink on that onion. I think they're done.
3: <laughs> but right? Yeah. Oh, there's a, certainly a lot of stink, but. I, on I'm bummed. Onion?
0: like yeah, yeah, right certainly that a lot of, onion, but like yeah, it's yeah, I'm, I'm, no, yeah i
2: I get that one, I yeah, get
0: that. but you almost it almost balances out by how um uh, how good meet without you is for the universe, like we're we have a better world for the fact that those guys are like even around, you know, so speaking of good man, speaking of good <laughs> men, yeah, uh,
2: I think we, we should oh, give do we not get to speak of good book yet?
3: what we did
2: no no, no no what i'm saying is good man <laughs> <That's>
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> i think we Jeez. should give i think we should give our buddy levi the poet a call
0: oh yeah levi that's what i think i would love to talk to i've never not liked talking to levi that's you right. know what i like a lot when levi lets me talk back <laughs> because he does Ed a lot con- of talking because that is con well uh, not more than me in re and you know <laughs> but but you know you go see his concerts and he's just talking and you don't get it you don't get a you don't get a chance that's you know? right so it's that's but when right. you get to talk to him he's just such a good talkie he's such a good conversationalist for someone who yells at crowds you you normally would think that guy yelling at a crowd probably not great at conversations you'd be wrong about levi he's that's really right
3: super good dude I don't know about you two, but I think he's a rad dude. I love hanging out with him, and I was excited to do this phone call with him.
0: Let's roll that beautiful bean <laughs> Let's roll that beautiful bean <laughs> footage. If your life insurance was contingent on you getting it right within two years. Wow. Oof,
2: that's a whole different thing, huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
0: well, I'm trying to add stakes. I could do right, I could like figure out some
2: arrangements if that was the, was going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh,
3: man, I'm going I'm swinging hard. I'm going for like 92.
2: Yeah, that's I cool. I like I
5: mean, that. I, cool. I love
3: the idea.
2: Be real disappointed when 67 comes your way then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll feel great though if that if that's what happens to me cuz i've already set my expectations of like by 68 a life fulfilled think about yeah. that yeah and then if you hit 92 Nate you like you you milk it for so an extra third That's so much bonus time
1: dude mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow.
5: that's like as the... old as i am now on top of your uh, yeah. estimated
2: time frame <laughs> That's what i'm talking about
0: yeah yeah i would like to think i'll i'll uh, i'd like to th- i want Jeremiah. i'd like to think i'll hit 90 like i'd like to cool i'm not i can't I'm not i'm not as uh I'm not as fit as my dad, so.
2: But, All my you know. grandparents are kind of like, uh, or in the last five years have kind of hit those real high numbers, and uh, it's a it's kind of a bummer. Those numbers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's for, those are hard. Ben, I think those are yeah. really hard numbers. Like it gets They're, it's hard for everybody. Like it's a, mm-hmm. I would say. There's like great time that you get to spend at that age and not everyone's in the same situation, but I don't know. I think that's probably why my number is low. Cause I'm just like, these are really tough numbers to be in, you know? Yeah. Like when your grandparents mm-hmm. are in their nineties and it's like, that's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, hard times when you're like together. Cause mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of time left. And also there's a zillion issues. You know what I mean? But
3: when you're 65, aren't you going to know you have just
0: a little time left?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll have I'll have knocked it all out of the park.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I think I think that like the obviously like with video games and virtual everything, like I think our old age is going to be a really different experience. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, I
5: think does VR hangouts.
0: We've already figured out like, <laughs> is it loneliness, is we're right? doing, basically? Yeah,
5: but even more intense. Like, I'll have my goggles on, but I'll be sitting next to you, and somehow there'll be some weird physical <laughs> sensation glove that I can put on. Like a, we can like a haptic
0: suit that you yeah. can like, feel yourself <laughs> uh-huh. doing uh-huh. Nate, you and Nate's secret handshake together.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, no. I want those years now. Yeah, yeah. Give take me to me. take
5: me to 103. Yeah. I'm hoping. Put me I'm hoping... in the
2: jelly tube where I live <laughs> yeah. forever.
5: Yeah. Here the I come, Matrix. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> the Matrix, please.
0: <laughs> One ticket. <laughs> yeah, plug me in. Also, this is unrelated, Put but I'm fully ready to be
2: plugged in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, at this yeah. point, with I'm
2: between... so ready.
1: Uh, Could be a this good in my battery spine. for everyone,
2: <laughs> for all the robos and the bots and stuff. <laughs> Bring on the robos, please. I'll power like a half dozen at least.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking it's going to time out just perfectly for us. Like, you know, virtual stuff's already kind of, I was just listening the other day, some guy talking about how cool some of that technology was getting. And it was like, oh, well, if it's that cool already, how cool is it going to be in a couple of years, you know, in 30 or 40 years when we're old? Like, that's going to be a whole new world opening up to us. I think so a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe live a little longer, Nate, just a thought, you know? <clears throat> I think, by the time- if, I'm,
2: if I'm being honest, I feel like the next those next thirty five years are going to be a wild enough ride, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, Nate, you're on your you're sixty seven. You're on your deathbed, and they've just <laughs> they just created a tool where you can plug in and live for forty more years,
1: mm. but mm-hmm.
3: you can't unplug. You're you're well, yeah. You-
2: I mean, you if you're already sixty 67- seven. Yeah, like, well, also, I guess one caveat to make is that by having a lower number like that, you're sort of sort of saying you're sort of conceding that like you might go quicker at that lower number might be an accident might be a sudden (laughs) onset, you know, uh, like stage four cancer type situation, you know, you never know might just be quick. I'm Truck trying not attack. to do, I'm trying oh, not okay. to do like eight years in the nursing home. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Right. So I'm right. not but trying to like plugged, be deal. comfortable
2: on my deathbed. Maybe deal. my deathbed is like more of like a right. cot. Here's you know a better
3: mean? way to ask Nate, 67 or 107. <laughs> Take your pick.
2: But you you were saying that, that those 40 years were uh, in in VR. We're jacked world. in. Yeah, I'm jacked oh, in. I'll, I'll always no, be jacked I, in. I
3: didn't, okay, you guys were That's talking the about term, I was just talking about this thing would keep you alive.
2: oh just like miserably no i'm good man
0: (laughs) no no i think what's gonna be like is you go to that miserable nursing home and then they jack you in and you don't know it or care and you live virtually yeah this
2: is like a black mirror episode
0: yeah the black yeah yeah that that shows pretty prophetic i think in a lot of ways i'll do i'll do one of those the freaking worst ways
5: welcome I, that show is the worst <laughs> i am not a fan of black mirror at all
2: is it too is it just like too much it of just, a well that'll just, probably happen yeah
5: yeah it's like all right well that's probably already happening um this makes me feel awful
0: inside i gotta watch something else yeah i mean if you if, but if you stomach if you watch the first episode and want to keep going uh, i don't you have to I know, know what you're in no, for no, no it's so didn't. good
2: no keep going Keep no. Going. Uh, we're all a little I think the three of us are a little dark. We got a little darkness, <laughs> you know what I mean?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there I mean the so, I will the um What was the episode that was like uh social capital or whatever where they yeah. they basically just rate your entire life. Isn't Bryce that Dallas I, Howard that, is isn't in that one? It's really yes. good. Yeah. yeah. And that's like happening.
0: Or almost That's there. happening. Yeah.
5: yeah. It's Happening over in Asia, right? Yeah. With a lot of the 5G stuff. I get yeah. all my value from my likes on posts. Oh, me too. Unfortunately, Ditto. so there you go.
2: Well, welcome I get all to my the value v- on my Tachonic. likes in my GeoCities.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking about Sims, right?
0: <laughs> sorry guys, for, guys, sorry guys. For guys error, in on your thing. Aaron wants <laughs> to start this thing. <laughs> I'm trying to get us into this bad boy, and you guys Man, keep having, in. And you guys are having good riffs. I've we're already, already on turn in. three, baby. All right, well, you're now you're fully, as we say, jacked into the Between the Notes podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Our good friend, it is, Levi. it is good to see
2: you, Levi. Oh, it's Dude, good to see you guys. So is that good. string
3: cheese you're eating? It's string cheese, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I Looks thought maybe good. it was
2: like uh, just cooked noodles, like no. linguines <laughs>
1: or
5: something. <laughs> I, I wish it was that, and I was just eating them one at a time. Yeah, that might I be better. I didn't
2: know, but. man. I don't know your whole deal.
0: <laughs> I would like seven noodles, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as they're like al dente, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A batch of noodles.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cooked and buttered. Just got butter all over these fingers. Ooh. Whoa.
2: Yeah. Butterfingers. Now we're talking.
0: Butterfingers. Get it? <laughs> I, I do. I get that one. It's a candy bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have Levi, one. Levi what's, uh, what's the quarantine looking like for you, man?
5: Oh, uh, I'm pretty much doing the same thing that I'm always doing at home. So in some ways, it's not all that different, except for I am really extroverted. And so I've been missing actually hanging out with people. So I've been trying to do more hangouts like this. Um, and having a beer with friends and last night me and Brandy uh, went and sat at our friend's house uh, in rocking chairs on their driveway uh, slightly removed from one another and drank some nice whiskey that was that was great so we've uh, I don't know but things have things have been different like Brandy works at a gym and the gym is shut down completely now mm. and uh, she also does house cleaning and that's been interesting. Some folks have uh have canceled on her and others have said, "Hey, can you come more?" So, um she's like kind of lost some clients while picking up extra hours with other people. So, I don't know. I'm just going with it. We're watching Brandy Brandy wants to watch all the Marvel movies, so we've been watching Marvel movies. Oh, that's what What do you What was the last one you watched? Um Thor: Dark World?
0: Oh, that's a pretty weak one.
5: Yeah, I didn't like it very much to be honest. Um had you seen it before? Uh yeah, I but I but I don't think that I have seen all of them. I've certainly not seen all of them in chronological order, which is what we're doing. And I just didn't I thought I thought it was pretty interesting how uh dark they tried to make that one and then the next one that comes out is Ragnarok and it's just like the funniest thing ever. So I I don't know. It was interesting. It's like they experimented with what was working and
0: Dark World wasn't no, I don't remember yeah. anything about it other than, like, I don't even know if I saw it in theaters. I know Jeremiah has really strong feelings on all these movies. I'm a oh, big yeah.
2: Marvel guy. Big Marvel guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he more, he more means just like marveling, like walking no, out like his door marvel. and marveling at nature and right? trees, <laughs> at the stars. He's a, Oaks a very marvelous and person. Spin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, was,
3: I'll be honest. I was thinking, like, a good bit would be I describe Marvel movies. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I was going to say tell us the plot of any Marvel movie, Jeremiah. Yeah. yeah. Or even uh, just the characters and who they are. Yeah.
3: Oh, l- literally all I know. Look, so you said Thor, right? Mm-hmm. What do you um, know about him, Maya? Okay, Thor is um <laughs> Thor has a big hammer. Uh, yeah, okay. Thor uh-huh. is a good guy.
5: <laughs> uh
3: uh-huh. he's one of the good guys. It's complicated. Um, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Here because you go, being all binary already. Yeah, <laughs> He's played by that handsome blonde guy, right? With the long hair.
5: Mm-hmm. Big muscles, too.
3: I'm going to guess that there's a lot of him dropping down from the heavens and smashing asphalt. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
5: You yeah. You
0: got it. You I got didn't, it. That, that was Thor Dark World. I yeah. didn't think you were gonna finish that word.
1: Yeah. Like I thought that was gonna be a different sense right, Either way, you're right. Either way. And, and yeah. I was like, yo, um, that's a that's
3: one way to put it. I'm gonna it. guess his enemies are other superheroes as opposed to humans.
2: Not mm. really. Oh, his, his enemies, enemies are, are mostly mythological because he's a myth. Oh, right. he's not
3: a superhero.
2: Well, he so, is
1: uh, well,
3: I figured you know, he was based off of the mythical god, but I figured he was kind of morphed into some sort of superhero person
2: yeah I, but but okay. but he does mostly like battle uh. Other gods, other like demigods, and stuff? other like Norse gods.
4: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Those are most on of his Earth. like enemies on Earth.
3: They come down to Earth to do not those necessarily.
2: Battles? I don't, Dark World isn't totally on Earth. I, I actually not entirely, barely remember that movie. Okay, it almost gotcha. always threatens Earth, though, in yeah, some way. So, otherwise, how, how do we humans even understand stakes? Yeah. Yeah, by, have, by the way
0: yeah. and a segment where we should that we should do on the next episode and mm-hmm. you could join us if you, if you want Levi for the yeah, intro of it. it is I'll read three names and character descriptions of famous superheroes uh-huh. and Jeremiah has to pick which one is made up like <laughs> guarantee you, like he'll be more surprised by the ones that are real than yeah. the ones that are made up that'd be good oh, for sure yeah all right well'll we'll, we'll plan that next we're doing it. I couldn't I will distinguish be honest, between Jeremiah, Marvel and DC thought, for sure.
3: What Say that again? I wouldn't be able to distinguish between Marvel and DC for sure. No, you would. DC is awful. The I, movies I, are awful well, anyway. Well, I mean, okay, maybe if I watched all of them, I could see a distinction. I'm just saying if you said X-Men, I'd be like, no clue. You could be mm-hmm. either one. Which one is saying?
2: Batman? Marvel. No. No, that's <laughs> the one good DC. It, he said on purpose? Lies. I feel like no, you no, said no, that No, no, I really don't. I
3: don't know this stuff. Um, yeah. Superman, I assume, is on the same thing as Batman.
5: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. you're right okay. you're right i will is tell X-Men, you this jeremiah x-men is marvel uh it mm-hmm. is now
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh, it's it always ch- it been marvel but not oh. in the movie world yeah
5: in the movie world it
0: was separate but now they're the same Oh,
2: levi
5: gotcha. what were you gonna say i was just gonna say when brandy first suggested that we watch god knows how many marvel movies there are i thought of a lot of other things i'd rather do than spend 50 hours watching marvel movies but it's been pretty <laughs> fun too. So there's some I, bright I've sp- in, I've enjoyed it a lot.
0: There's some bright spots, like the first Iron Man and the last Thor. There's movie. at least four mm-hmm. good ones, right? And it, okay, what oh, are the yeah. four good ones? Oh, yeah. Make a make a like a, a case what are the four best ones, Nate?
2: Ragnarok. 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 How you say that? Ragnarok <laughs> That's how I just said it. <laughs> um I do that voice the whole time. <laughs> is number One. <laughs> I, wish, um, I
5: wish you were the narrator like in the trailer. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so that's the way that it was presented
2: to the world. So in this one to the place. Uh, th- <laughs>
0: this one's called Ragnarok
2: Um that one's good. Maybe that's the only good one actually.
0: I, think, I think the think first Iron it. Man is
2: good. Yeah, the first Iron Man is good. That's like the-, the very first one ever.
5: I liked the third Iron Man where he meets the kid in the shed and he helps him out. That was nice.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's nice. Doesn't that yeah, sound like Back nice. to the
5: Future plot?
2: Yeah, yeah, I like Back <laughs> to the Future. He meets yeah, the kid in the shed that's and he helps him
0: out.
1: <laughs> Maybe there's just two
2: good ones. I don't know. I will say, I I I always thought that um like the first Avengers were was good because it was like when it came out it was like oh this is a really fun kind of movie and then I, out of curiosity the other day I watched it and I thought oh this is a terrible movie uh but avengers? i'm super critical looking like, mm-hmm. insanely critical i think it's a real bad made badly made movie but no one which, cares what i think so. which
0: one the first the first avengers or yeah, The second? i think one?
2: it was really bad i thought it was so slow and like the shots were so like tepid and like just stale and i, I was like the... who directed this <laughs> and it was josh whedon and i was like this movie is terrible i thought but, the first
0: ant-man was pretty good i mean paul rudd is usually pretty enjoyable that was a good I was film. I'm just watching Jeremiah's face in the upper left-hand corner of the this,
5: this screen over here. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs>
0: I'm lost. <laughs> um, Well, Levi, how long have we known each other, man? What's your first remembrance? <laughs> well, oh, man.
5: I mean, I my first, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. My first memory of your band was in 2008 when the first, first, uh, was it the first face down? Was it was uh I am whatever it's called. Sorry, guys. Uh, you you, you were two thirds uh, of the way there. Yeah. Well, I becoming is there a becoming in there? Undone. You, undone. You're close. Yeah. I'm becoming undone. Also. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I. Uh, but I wrote. I wrote a album review for it for HM magazine. I really liked that. I was oh, interning for them at cool. the time, and so that was the first time that it I really heard, made
3: an impression on you.
5: It did. It did. And then. um And then I don't remember except I except I do know that. Uh, <laughs> the other day, I remembered when you came through Sunshine and you said, "Oh, you should you should come on tour." Are you a pretty decent, um, <laughs> uh, like night driver partner guy? And I said something about smoking cigarettes, and Aaron was like, "Nope, absolutely not. We're done." <laughs> I I was like, "Oh wow, well, <laughs> that's, that's never gonna happen." I guess we'll never see each other again. When was this?
0: Count? I don't remember that at all.
5: It was at uh at Sunshine in Albuquerque. I think it was on four today's farewell tour, when you guys were there. Oh, I feel, like, and, I feel like we really knew each other well by then. I feel like that was...
1: Yeah, uh, I think
5: we I think we did, but but we hadn't... I don't know. We, I mean, Cornerstone and all, you know, festival shows and stuff, the but first we, time haven't, I remember we haven't played and, a lot of shows together.
0: What, what's your relation, I always forget, to that band In the Midst Alliance? Because I know you have one. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, they were the first band that took me out on tour. So okay. Sam was their guitarist, and he, he and I kind of grew up together in Albuquerque, and we were both helping a promotion company here. So when they started touring... Uh we booked a run for them and or I booked a run for them. It was really bad. I'm surprised they ever took me out on tour after that because <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole package got screwed. I didn't know what I was doing, but
0: uh but yeah, then then we did a bunch of tours together and featured. I mean, the first time I remember meeting you was we were playing at some like theater in Albuquerque, probably in like two thousand and eleven or something, and uh you and Brandy came in and they introduced us to you they were like yeah this is levi the poet and i was like oh i've heard i'd by then i'd heard your name in the in like around you know it was a long
3: skinny room and we met up with another tour package
0: okay no jeremiah this is before that i'm thinking way before that even before
3: that this is when you
0: weren't in the band and it was the uh broken voice era actually we sprinted out during the recording of broken voice but you weren't in the band yet but i remember the show you're talking about Um, i do
5: remember that one too was it was was that a was war of ages on that run and, and like
0: a couple of different packages went together. Was it the launch? I, I don't remember war of ages being there, but I remember comrades was there and author yeah. was there.
1: Oh, and, right. Okay. And
0: we had, um, we had come in with
5: us, right? Yeah, maybe you did. And we had to, did we double book or was that just a thing
0: that we decided to do? Was that I think it purpose? was a thing everybody decided to do. And okay. that was before the four today tour, which we okay. had, it was ag- like May
2: <laughs> of 2016.
0: Yeah, Nate was on. Was that the first time you guys met Nate? That was my, yep. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah,
2: probably. That was the first tour I did with, with my
0: MPEG. hmm I remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Nate,
3: um, that's right, because Nate was like, hey, author, you know, I'll be at that show. You want me to play bass? And they're like, sure, that'd be cool. And Nate <laughs> sat in the van for about 20 minutes with some headphones on, like, plucking the bass for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then just went up and performed bass better than any other band that night <laughs>
2: yeah. and any other band the whole That's tour it was, was like, so oh fun gosh, this was
0: i remember good jeremiah good. watching you being like this is frustrating
2: because well, we didn't know each other super well before before we
3: did oh that. but i knew you were a better bassist. like there's no question about that for me but it was still like you gotta be kidding me dude this is like <laughs> no work for him you know yeah i uh, made
2: it i made that that set particularly that set was like made to be just bass basically Gotcha, so that's yeah. why I was like one when, when I talked to him. I was like, "This is be so fun." And that's so when just, I
3: saw how much you bend those bass strings, baby. Oh yeah, man! You just throw bass that benders. octave on and ba- bend those bass strings. Yeah, baby. that set
2: had that Three song B's. that has like a bass like solo in. in one
0: of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> You could tell Nate was like showcasing himself. Hey guys, I think we need yeah. to throw a bass solo in this one, guys. I think Dude, it's the right move. I've,
2: I, you gotta promote yourself. You, no one else is gonna
0: do it for you. <laughs> Speaking true. of self promotion, Levi. Oh boy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. okay. All right. Ragnarok. Rock.
3: So the so, back story is Levi has been begging us to do this podcast. Yeah. As oh, long yeah. as it's been on the air, he's been like, "Guys, get Guys, me on Please,
5: that. I need to be on your podcast. I have got to be hot long.
0: Takes. It's got to be good." I have to push my stuff. Oh, and oh, and Marvel movies. I need to get out. (laughs) So Levi,
3: you referenced it earlier, but we saw you on the way out to Face Down Fest and back. Yeah, and that was one of the highlights of my trip. Oh man, both times.
0: That's so good. It was great. Mine I would too. agree, and I went to bed earlier, but still, it was the time I had was precious.
5: Yeah, it was really nice. I really enjoyed that. Very life giving, life giving, cool. co- life giving times for for me. So thanks Good. for staying at my Likewise.
0: home. Likewise. Yeah. Also, Nate, if you're ever driving through, he's got a sick house. So hit it out, yeah, dude. Come yeah. on down. Come on oh, down. Too.
2: I, I'm sad that I didn't get to like participate, but yeah, so I flew, so it was like
5: I didn't really have to nice. drive thirty yeah. hours or whatever. <clears throat> Yeah. The room you stayed in, Jeremiah, uh, that was furnitureless the second time is now carpetless. And it's just a con- bunch of concrete in there. Yeah. You I said you were going to do all. that.
3: What's the plan? Oh,
5: yeah. f- make it look better and um,
2: <laughs> a it, freaky about- dungeon vibe.
5: <laughs> that whole room, I guess, was a patio that is an add on. So when I pulled the carpet up, all the concrete is just in awful condition. So it's a typical, um, oh, now there's way more to do fun thing, you know. So instead we've just been working out in there during quarantine and not fixing it up at all.
2: <laughs> beefing <laughs> that, up, pumping it up. Beefing up. up. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: right. I love that's it. That's right. So if you got obviously a wife you have to do her workouts. So <laughs> So obviously what you're primarily known for is uh, being a world-class poet mm-hmm. and uh, and and being a road dog, right? Showing up and mm-hmm. looking just cute as a button with all these deep thoughts and then yelling at all the nice people yeah and and then for some reason they like you a lot like when mm-hmm. you do that
1: it's you're one of the few an people anomaly. i know who shows up
0: <clears throat> yells at a crowd of people and then yeah. when it's over they're like i like that guy a lot yeah totally especially
5: for how uncomfortable all the things i'm yelling about make them so <laughs> yes but this year this last year you did something totally different mm-hmm. which was you took a year off i did yeah yeah for the first time in well, I guess I guess technically the ten year happened in the middle of that year off. Uh, I started in 09 and then I played five shows last year, but that was it. I didn't book any tours. I got—I uh, honestly got pretty burnt out a while before I decided to try to deal with it. Um, but I kind of felt forced uh, into so, the position.
0: So, so before so, we get too far into yeah, it, um, yeah. we like to do our homework. Yeah, do so, it. So we each uh, we each wrote um, on the topic of rest. Mm-hmm. We each wrote a haiku for you. Oh, thank God! Thank and, God! <laughs> and we would like for you to uh, to judge. Okay. And I guess you could judge on. I mean, you more than any uh, any of the other thousands of guests we've had mm-hmm. judge the validity no of the haiku mm-hmm. um, and
3: how well we nailed. Rest. I did rest for for Levi. I don't know if that's what we were doing. Oh, just I just did general. rest in general.
0: Okay, uh, so okay.
5: But just uh, rate it, do not need it to count syllables to rate on my it. fingers? Uh, it's five, seven, five,
0: right? So if yeah. you if you want, first Nate's going to drop that hot haiku music in again.
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a little revising. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not as prepared this week, but I, I gave it a hundred percent. I'll say that. But I had to start last week, so I'm not starting this week. Mm-hmm. Who's going first?
5: Do you write haikus for uh, every guest you have? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's actually a thing. Oh, that's great. It's just more appropriate for you. Have you written many haikus?
5: Uh, No. no. I remember writing one for this weekly letter I did when I didn't have anything else to write about, so I wrote a haiku and sent that instead. It was nice.
0: Ooh, that's Mm -hmm. a good
5: play.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
5: Jeremiah, you want
0: to go first this week? Yeah, I'll go
5: first.
3: All right, let's hear it. All right. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to give a disclaimer. Oh no! Because, uh-huh. No, because apparently, if you aren't funny enough, these other two guys <laughs> like will just rail you. Oh, okay. So I, 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 I couldn't figure out a way to be funny with rest. Oh, I thought so, you were okay. going to say,
0: "So you really punched it up this week?" <laughs> yeah,
3: I really punched it up. No. All right. So here's my here's my haiku. Okay. All right, and then we do a uh, one out of ten rating on okay. how well you understood rest. Okay. Space to clear my head. Special time with wife and dog. Who am I really? <laughs>
5: <Ooh>. <laughs> actually, I think that one's great. I, I like that a lot, actually. The, the question is the clincher. I like yeah. that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. the, the, the do question, I rate them? Uh when do I rate them? Yeah, go ahead. Rating go ahead. I ra- I go. So oh. rate it
0: like combine the high talk about it as a haiku and as like the topic and then oh. give us a combined score.
5: Okay. Well, it was a it was um it was so thoughtfully specific to to me, the the um, the the highly honored guest, uh, as Aaron mentioned <laughs> earlier, and. Uh so that was that was nice. Um, all of the syllables were there. Fantastic job. And um, and I lo- and I loved the question and I'm I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a nine, you know? Whoa. I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Boom. Only because I don't have the courage to give it a ten. Uh, I
3: feel like a
0: nine is, a, is appropriate. So no, give a, it a ten nine. is
3: inappropriate. Uh, yeah.
5: nine is the
0: new ten. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh. Okay, so I'll go next, so that Nate can finish his revisions. <laughs> okay. uh, Diners, I'm
2: I'm fully done, dude.
0: Okay, so I I this week Jeremiah, I'm like I, I didn't do anything funny because I was like I don't want to get I don't want to be always using that as a crutch, you know. Mm. Um, all right, here we go. Time to be present, to do all things or nothing, free of a clock's watch. Hmm, that's good. I like that too. The
5: the issue that you're going to run into for me is that I'm going to probably just um, give everyone really nice ratings. But here we'll just <laughs> we'll talk about the subject matter here for a moment. The first thought that popped into my head: um, Have you ever read a guy named Frederick uh, Frederick Buchner? You ever read him? No. He's got these uh, great comments on time. Uh, as a as a kid, he he uh, lost a loved one, and it happened very quickly. And so he described the way that he. Moved from uh, youth into adulthood uh, in a matter of moments when he put his hand on a doorknob and the click of the doorknob was like a second hand that began time for him and that was when his uh, mm. responsibility as a uh, as something other than a child started so I, I like that that's that's what it made me think of um, you're also gonna get a nine so wow. I I'm, I'm just, um, just want to let I you mean, know I
0: since I evoked yeah. you, such great thoughts from you, mm-hmm. I, I figured it was really, you know, on point. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. It's on point. Yeah, you get it. You get I'm it. I'm still All struggling
0: right. every week not to rhyme it, but I, so far I've been able to keep myself from doing that.
5: Yeah. Rhyming is annoying. Um, so I can talk about that later. All <laughs> wait, right, Nate. Figure, let's wait, wait. We'll wait. Are you rhymes, saying man.
3: figuring out how to rhyme is annoying or hearing somebody rhyme no, is annoying?
0: No, I think... I think um Cause you would hate m m Don't listen to No, him. <laughs> I love I
5: love M&M and I love rhyming, but I what what I was thinking is that I sort of default to feeling like I have to. Mm. So then I get very stuck there until like days later when I go back and revisit it and I think, "Oh, that doesn't have to rhyme at all. I could just write this other thing that's way cooler and way less like wordplay but more maybe impactful or, or resonant or something, you know?" Mhm. Mm-hmm. So that's all up. right,
2: Nate, what you got? Mine's all about rest. Mm. <laughs> I took the shortest possible amount of time writing it because uh-huh. that's mo- the most restful thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Listen, just, you don't
0: get extra points for context. It yeah. just has to stand the on its own. Context is
2: good.
5: All right, here it comes. <laughs> It's already got .5 points. So yeah. Let's sit uh, here with the rest of it. If I can add another
2: eight and a half. Here we go. Rest is pretty good. I don't know what is better. Okay, nap time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the eight point five for the for the fun for the
5: fun points. Cool. I'm yeah, o- I, I only it.
2: need fun points. It's in a life. triple nine. It's a triple <laughs> nine wow. entry, Trip guys. You did a very boy. very triple good nine. job. Nine.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you bet. You bet.
3: I I was just thinking about it. Why aren't we doing a one out of seventeen <clears throat> rating? Because that's how many syllables it is. I think oh. the the new rating scale needs to be one one
5: out of seventeen. Ah. Mm. Okay. All right, do you guys or, want to keep or, your nines then? Or do you, you like, because get a, nine gets out a, out a lot worse? it uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gets a seven lot seven worse.
0: <laughs> no, no, I think he can choose to rate everyone either on a five or a seven point scale, but mm. it's variable.
2: I'll take a seven out of
0: five. What if we do the 17? I'll take a nine I'll, out of five. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah yes. yeah yeah everyone's got 140 percent of the the best possible if that math is right i'm really impressed i have no idea but i'd love it if i'd it also is. be very impressed yeah i'm i am very impressed in in me okay. yeah
0: yeah and that cool. math yeah so so the year off like yeah, yeah. what what led to that man because that's oh. like not a, that's a typical super bad career move, right? Like you're yeah. uh, pretty much a self possessed artist. Like you own your art, you put your own art out. Yeah. Like you've been grinding super hard. Like, you know, yeah. like I said earlier, you have a super nice house, beautiful wife, sweet dog and cat. Like, mm. but so it's a big deal. It's not a small thing. Yeah. Take like a year off. No
5: no and 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 now we're now we're quarantined for another year so
1: uh, whoops
5: uh i i don't know man i i just um i i just i burnt myself out like i i never took a break and when i would come home it wouldn't look like a break either it would uh it would feel very i mean as you i didn't i've never done a great job of delegation uh to my to my dismay. And, uh, and so when I would come home, I would, uh, just get started on the next tour or I would feel anxious about not being on the road or not do doing a killer job of feeling like I was doing a, a good job of providing. And, um, yeah, I just, I, it was, uh, I was irritable. I, I already, uh, struggled with enough sort of mental health and kind of emotional, uh, uh unhealth, uh, and then that piled on top of it just, just was not a good thing. And, uh, and I was pretty irritable and I wasn't, I, I was getting less healthy uh, as opposed, as opposed to more healthy. So um, at the end of, and and that, had, the, a cycle of that had kind of been going on for a while. And at the same time, I was also, when I was touring, I was most often by myself. Uh, I wasn't doing a ton of, um, you know, I was, I was just doing a lot of solo runs and uh, for the majority of my marriage and relationship with Brandy, she's been out on the road with me, and that's been a, that's been really wonderful and and so helpful. And there's there's no way I could have done it without her or would have. Uh but in the past few years, she's been she's been working more and more from home. So a lot of my runs would end up just be me going out and driving all day and, you know, setting up for shows and setup was merch and I was serving coffee and I was doing production and sound and checking and tearing down and then selling merch and then talking to people and then driving overnight. And then, so, I mean, the the whole tour thing, but just as one guy and, uh, I just wasn't, wasn't helping me in any way. So I didn't know how to rest. Uh, I was and still defer to, I think being more of a workaholic than not. And I just needed to, uh, die to that a bit uh for the sake of my relationships, if for nothing else. You know, I, I think it's been really good for me, even though it definitely was I mean, that was a difficult year too, because uh <laughs> I, I had to deal with a lot of identity issues last year as well, not being Levi the Poet out on the road all the time. You know, I sustained where I could and kind of created some community where I was able to among my fan base but as far as being out on the road and having that face to face connection and
0: performing yeah. which I really love it was difficult. Yeah, your last name is is practically your profession at this point. So, yeah, how <laughs> yeah. how strongly does it affect your 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 sense of who you are when you're not doing that? Um, yeah, uh my last night name isn't isn't my epic or yeah. the songwriter, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I uh it was a lot. I mean, it was it was difficult for me, and uh, um,
1: you it's didn't funny, was man. it
5: was it was yeah. this like
0: a really thoughtful like oh you know what I'm 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 not healthy so I'm gonna take a year off and re- mm-hmm. or was it like a, I am the, the 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 my back's broken and I need to like was it out of exhaustion or was it out of intention I guess um I know that one can lead to the other yeah I think as close to both as I could get like I
5: had a, I had a really bad. Mm kind of break uh, at the beginning of 2017. And I got done with a Christmas tour uh, in 2016 in December. And then in January, I flew to Seattle to try to write a new record. And uh, and I just bought a one-way ticket and was like, I'm going to leave and I don't know when I'm going to come back. And that's not the coolest thing to do to your wife or to everybody else who's around town uh, caring about you. And mm-hmm. so... I I left and I had friends there that I stayed with. For what it's worth, to anyone listening, um, don't fly to Seattle in the middle of January when you're trying to get over your depression and self loathing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not go well, and you will not write the record that you thought that you uh, could. So so I mean that was kind of the start of it. I started therapy and a bunch of counseling and things like that when I when I came back home about a month later. Um, and that was super helpful and uh, sustained me for a while, but I still just continued to, I think, push too hard and and there were I, I think even more than tour stuff though there were just like a lot of relational and emotional uh, things that I had to work through. Um, I never really, I never really, I never really took a break. Like I started tour my wife when we got married. I, I had been touring for a couple of years with guys like In the Midst and White Collar Sideshow and bands like that, but right before we got married is when my dad died. And I didn't really mm. take any time off from that. Like I didn't and that was that was I mean, he killed himself. So that was not just like <sighs> it it was extra um it was like a lot to to, to to work through and I didn't really work through it. I just I just, you know, my mom and sister moved out of their house while I was gone on tour and there was a lot of baggage I think that was stuck there. Um in addition to all of that went through in some ways and it feels almost uh wrong to say this but it's it's pretty true uh equally if not more painful um kind of like spiritual abuse and church stuff uh, that I didn't really work through I just kind Wait, of Wait, why does that I mean, feel wrong to say? Well, I don't know. I just have always felt kind of bad saying, oh man, this was this this hurt uh or, or it created more ongoing pain inside of me than even the loss of like a, a father at least at least at least like noticeable kind of disillusionment pain. like I was able to kind of wrap my head more around my dad's stuff than the than the um, than the sort of um betrayal or manipulation and misleading nature of everything that m- my community here went through uh, with Mars Hill. And so that felt more complex to you, like harder to sort it out. It did. Yeah, it did. Cause I had, I had, I, I had worked through to the degree that I think I worked through, um, a lot of, I, like, I, I just, I was a part of my family. I understood that those things had been going on that it wasn't, it it was devastating, but it wasn't necessarily a surprise to me. And then, uh, through a lot of that, you know, uh, you know, I, I think I, I was the perfect candidate for uh for a kid who bought in hook line and sinker for all that Driscoll was doing at the time, especially as he positioned himself more and more and more as a spiritual father to kids without dads, mm. and so then to 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 have gone through the collapse that all of that was, um, really just like threw me into a headspace for a lot of years that I that I have only. In the last couple, been able to kind of get out of and think differently about, and so I think a lot of that. um, I think I think I just think an accumulation of a complex and varying amount of things just led me to a place where I both made the decision and felt forced to. Um not just repeat the same thing that I had been doing over and over and over and over again that wasn't helping me get any better or, um, turn and or, be, or, or like treat other people better, particularly I think Brandy. I mean, I, I just, just, there was never like abuse or anything like that, but I just, I wasn't a fun person to be around and I was irritable and, and it, it just, I needed to get, um, I needed to get help. So I tried to and did and kind of dove more into that. And, uh, and, and it was very, it was, it was a a small death. (laughs) It felt
0: like a small death for sure. We wanted to take a quick break to invite you to check out the epicenter. The epicenter is our Patreon based online community. If you are enjoying this podcast, you should check it out because there's a ton more content just like this. There are three different tiers with tons of other perks, like exclusive music, video content, merch, with more being added each month, and it's all built around a Discord server, where we hang out and keep each other encouraged and inspired. Additionally, there are bonus episodes of Between the Notes each month available only to Patreon members. Right now, the patrons have access to an episode we did with our friend, my epic drummer, and spoiler alert, my brother Jesse Stone. It's the second episode in a track-by-track breakdown of our 2010 album, Yet. This episode covers the opening track, Author. But we started out the conversation talking about how Jesse was in the process of transitioning out of the band at that time. Here's a quick taste of that conversation.
4: I think it was, it was more of an adjustment for me than I realized. And uh, it was, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's an interesting, you know, you don't realize how selfish you are until you get married. And then you also figure it out even more in depth when you have children. Uh, there's like a two-tiered learning curve of your selfishness. And we weren't in a good place when I left as far as like her being prepared or me being prepared emotionally for that. So I left, there was already like, You know, we're newlyweds, we're figuring it out, we're super stoked to be together, we're trying to figure out how to work crazy schedules that are different, and she's in school. And then I went on the road, and, you know, I missed her like crazy, so I'm already over-emotional. She misses me like crazy, so there's emotions, and I don't feel like I left it in the best place. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, prepare us as a husband for me to be gone. So it just sucked. It was but, like
0: I think also like you weren't at all ready to be done doing the band or doing what we were doing. That hadn't lost any excitement. No, but it, like, it was like, a whole new exciting thing. And
4: it's for like, sure, no, I still I I still was all in on the band. It's just not at the expense of my marriage. For sure, one
0: hundred percent. We we um, so we're playing Carthage and Brooke calls you and you come into us after the show and you're like I have to go home tonight. Yeah, and we were like I think we were just all like well that sucks and you have to go home tonight. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. there's no question. Yeah. We talked about last episode about, like, kind of our whole, like, we put each other first because the band is just each other. Sure, yeah. And so at that point we were, it was, like, not a fun... We had been, the original three of us at least, the yeah, whole time. I, I just, so right. it was like, dang, this stinks. Yeah.
4: You know, I felt like a failure. I I. <laughs> <laughs> do I film my wife or do I film a band? We it, never felt that way. It sucked. It's it all sucked. just
0: a learning, it's all just, like, we were all learning. Like Yeah,
4: yeah, it's just... It's those, I I guess I'm such a perfectionist and there's a, there's in me, like one of the biggest things is like loyalty and, and, uh, I'm a fixer for sure by nature. So the fact that I caused a problem instead of fixing one, eh, that just eats at you for sure. And And that's, that's the struggle I was dealing with when I was, you know, when we were bickering, I have this inner turmoil of needing to be in two places at once. And I'm I'm not where I know I absolutely need to be. Right. But I know I need to be here too. Well, it's
3: like 10 years late, but. I never felt that. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah you it's never felt that. I on forgive me. you. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and I, I knew there was no it, resentment. Yeah, and yeah, I knew no, you guys were, were fine. Like, oh man, that, like I'm just like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. For that like for them, like for us, yeah. it's like we're gonna be okay.
0: If you want to hear the rest of that conversation and get a ton more awesome content just like it, maybe take a minute and go check out the epicenter over at patreon.com slash the epicenter. Now back to the episode.
3: Did you have any sort of like, even like loose checklist of like, I never dealt with this Mars Hill thing or my dad or whatever, Mm. like for this last year, like I really need to kind of either address these things or, um,
5: yeah, whatever that, did you have any kind of goals for the year? Um, well, the, the, I'll say that. When we made the decision to take 2019 off or at least to pull back, I didn't know what it was going to look like or if it would be feasible. Um, I did have other kind of, uh, I, I had other opportunities to, to work on things that I knew I'd be able to sustain our, our like life with and pay bills and stuff like that. So that was really nice to be able to fall back on, um, but when we made the decision in, at the end of that year to to take the time off, I didn't really know what it was going to look like at all. And I didn't have any specific goals. I just knew that it was kind of a necessary thing for me to do. Uh, but to that point, at the very beginning of 2019, uh, one of the last shows we did was in New Zealand, and we went and played a, f- uh, a festival over there. And at the same time, I had been introduced to a couple named uh, Milan and Kay Yurkovic. Uh, they wrote a book called How We Love, and you can and they've, their website is howwelove dot com, which um, and their whole thing was about um, like childhood imprints and attachment theory and the way that uh, a a person is based upon who their parents were and then on and on down the line, and we did some extra. I was a part of a it's called a mastermind, like a big group of people trying to help each other out in different ways. And they came to that group and I met them and we we ran through these exercises um, literally the morning after probably one of the worst arguments that <laughs> that Brandy and I have ever been in together. And it, I was just feeling very low. The next day we ran through this exercise talking where I had to meet with another person next to me who I didn't even really know that well. And I had, we had to pretend that we were one another's spouses asking one another questions about pain points um, and what kinds of emotions they brought up and whether or not we had ever experienced those kinds of emotions before. And I don't know how to describe it to you other than that it felt like an epiphany like, like or like a dam broke or like there was something that clicked inside of my head where I realized, oh my gosh, like this stuff is so much More deeply rooted in past experiences and childhood and all this stuff than I've ever than I than I ever knew before. So at that point in time, coming full circle to the answer to your question, I felt like this this emotional freedom is giving me um an overall kind of a freedom, and I want to dive more and more into that. So we spent we spent the first half of the year probably diving into all of that material and uncovering all kinds of all kinds of things that I, I didn't even, I didn't even remember that, um, that were really, really painful, but really freeing to discover and to finally have some sort of language
0: for a lot of what I was dealing with at the time. So when you said to take the year off, like Mm -hmm. that, you said there wasn't a whole lot of plan, but there was obviously a vague plan of like, I'm not going to play shows. Like what was, I'm not going to play shows. I'm not going to make a record this year. Yeah the the plan well I don't know about the record thing um because it I sounds like out, there was also a plan to do some things like at yeah. least this thing to dig into yourself
5: yeah sure yeah so so the plan was at least pull back from the road I mean at, at minimum the plan was pull back from the road and if I was gonna go out go out with other people even if that just meant you know a guy like Justin coming in the car instead of me being the one driving and doing everything um, and hopefully it meant. More than that, uh, so it was pullback from tour. I could still do one-offs if I wanted to or felt capable of doing it. Um, I had begun doing some very different kind of writing in the kind of like copy and content writing space with other folks who I'd been acquainted with for a long time who were giving me some opportunities, and so. I at least had some contract work to be able to do with them and we were going to try to build out some sort of I don't know subcontracted small business sort of thing wherein we could offer help to other people based on a lot of that. And so there there was like there was a rough idea of things that I was able to do to um sustain but when it came to Levi the poet specifically Pretty much all I knew was I'm going to keep on doing the Fraction Club, which is like kind of my version of a Patreon model. I'm going to keep connected with that community and keep writing and making things for them to the degree that I'm able to. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm done because I don't want to be done. I just also can't be as on and ever present as I was constantly trying to be up until that point in time.
0: So, was there like a day? Do you remember like a day one, like waking up mm-hmm. and being like, So, today I'm going to, you know, like, did <laughs> well because I, I have a very strong yeah. remembrance of like when I stopped working at the church, yeah, and we moved to Louisville, and like, okay, so today I'm not going to go to the church. Like, it what there was mm-hmm. a, a very like a bookmarkable day for me, yeah. And that's not usually the way life is, but was there a moment like that, or where it settled in? I mean, to to a degree there was. Honestly, at the beginning, so the year
5: last year was, it started out with me being really excited. Um, honestly, it, it was a bittersweet excitement, but it was that nonetheless, because it, I, I sort of just felt like I was stuck in this habitual pattern of like, Whatever the year looked like for me, whatever highs and lows I would hit, but with no real vision for any sort of growth or what was going to, like where any of it was going. It was like, all right, I'm sustaining at a plateau and I don't quite know what to do. And so now at least I have some direction that might feel more like progress or something new. So, so the year was like, start out really excited hit the lowest place that I've probably ever been. And then over the last four or five, you know, months, um, experience, whatever, <laughs> whatever resurrection on the other side of that <laughs> thing ends up feeling like, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, as far as a date, I mean, we knew that we were going to do New Zealand and that was kind of it. Like I didn't have anything booked after festival one, which was in January of 2019 and, honestly, great. They were so hospitable. And it was so it was one of those experiences, of course, where it's like, oh, I should keep doing this forever and and (laughs) never do anything else. This is it's like heaven, you know. Um, But Brandy and I took uh, like 10 to 12 days after that festival and just hung out on the North Island together. That was the first time that we had done a trip like that just as a couple without any other friends and family, probably since the honeymoon, which would have been eight years ago. So like that was long overdue and something that was um so life-giving. We were going through that how we love material. I felt like I was uncovering all kinds of things about myself that were so beneficial. And I just I came back on a cloud. So and I knew that I had a job. I, I ghost wrote a book for a friend of mine last year, and that took up a, a lot a lot of the year. And he, he he paid me really well for that and has always supported me, whether that's through Levi the Poet or these other odd jobs that he's come up with for me over the years. So I came back from like the best trip of my life and dove straight into a bunch of work that felt very um, important and good. And I i was I was only excited. And then I think a lot of that, oh, the poet, What happened to that guy? What happened? You know, like, I think a lot of those. Um,
0: I was going to say, like, did the rock bottom that you hit, did that mm-hmm. come more from the lack of being <clears throat> the poet or did it come from mm-hmm. the stuff you were digging up? Again, I think I think
5: both. I am I would not at all. Uh, well, I I I think that I unknowingly developed a very codependent kind of relationship with an entire fan base that I didn't mm. realize I had done until doing some of this deeper work and realizing that's probably uh, a direction that I go either way, and I should be aware of it here as as much as anywhere. And so I think not having that constant interaction or not having it in the same kinds of ways or feeling like, oh, man, if I'm not making something, then I'm going to lose the support that I have over here or just that constant grind thing that I became so addicted to over the years. uh, Like, letting some of that go just ended up being yeah it felt it was a it felt very it was like excruciating and it wasn't all connected to not having praise from other people i mean there was there was a lot of of stuff going on it just felt like a whole overhaul of a life after having done the same thing year in and year out for a decade
1: mm.
5: it just felt like a very quick switch like okay well now i just i just flipped i just flipped it off or what what's
2: happening and what am i doing now mm. did it give you like perspective on sort of what it means to be an artist to you or like change how you process like creating art at all mm. like i'm i guess i'm assuming and and you can correct me if i'm wrong but i'm assuming yeah. that throughout the year you you still had to be creative and create yeah. and write and do the things that you do yeah
5: yeah I th- I know for sure that it took a while but over time the ability to slow down gave me more creative freedom back um and that was that was really kind of beautiful like it 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 gave me a kind of spaciousness mentally and within myself that I didn't have for a long time before that um whether because of impatience or trying to force things or just the level of heightened anxiety slash depression that I had been dealing with for a good number of years. Um, And I think largely because of some of the emotional suppression that I had done that I didn't realize I had done. And so working through all of it, I mean, I definitely feel Yeah. And also, and I, and I think also losing the fear of every, like losing the fear of other people's opinion about what I may or may not make was helpful as well. I mean, I think that there's, there's still a little bit of attachment to feeling as though, okay, well, what I make is directly connected to my livelihood. So I want to be honest and true and also not just upset everyone (laughs) in ways that I think that I might. But I also had to, Mm. I also had to dive into that. Uh, a lot more because, because the main thing that I realized uh, through this time was that um, (laughs) the truth will set me free. And I, and, (laughs) and, and and I mean that in a, in, in a, in a much more like present here and now and being honest and true with myself uh, than just some um, verse to quote or ethereal forever, maybe possibility. I like, like, Being able to be honest with myself about what I think, what I believe, where it came from, and then put and then begin to put that more and more into my writing uh, and into my creativity was something that I don't, I don't, it was a kind of purity that I think I lost a long time ago, at least by and large. I think, I think by the time I actually released something, I I hit it enough to be able to um, be proud of what it was. But I think that every day before that, I I would just struggle with like, I can't say that or I don't know how to say that or I don't even know what it is that I think about anything enough to be able to say it. And that was really a a thing that got better for me by taking a step away from it all last year. And I'm so glad for that on this side of it. I'm so thankful for that. I know
0: you've mentioned to us as we've talked before, like, the the relationship with your fans and like and how they're perceiving what you're making and what you're talking about like uh was was changing a lot um and that being like one of the truths that you were like kind of having to deal with i remember when we toured together two summers ago and really kind of taking in like live which it you know when when levi's on tour again i I highly recommend it um there is something special about seeing it live um but I, I remember taking in cataracts, like, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, like it felt like we had made kind of the same record. Like yeah. Ultraviolet. I remember ca- you saying that. Yeah. I was like, oh, ultraviolet and cataracts, like <laughs> ultraviolet is just more purple, but uh,
5: are but they're less, less bleeding eyeballs. Yes, less bleeding eyeballs. I <laughs> we, for what it's worth, I should have gone for the purple.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just wrap it in a nice, a nice, like likable color. Yeah. But just the idea of like, uh, of, and, and, you know, maybe, maybe to some degree, like I was, still wrapping a lot of what I was saying in, in like, I don't mean this in, in like the actual Christian sense, but in the real like meaning of the word, like pastorally language, Mm -hmm. like I was still looking to take care of other people with the way I said things. Mm -hmm. Um, and and sometimes other times I felt myself being like, Oh, I know this is going to make people uncomfortable and I want to. Yeah. um, Because it's just the truth and Mm -hmm. needing the guy, needing the guys in my band to help push me to say that, or like give me the permission to say that, but you are your band. Mm-hmm. um and so for me it's like well the world can my fans might not get it or might not like it and that'll be a huge bummer mm-hmm. but I already know before it's out that like the other guys are on this other they're on the team with me they're on the yeah. page yeah. like what was happening with your relationship with your fan base what truths did you like <clears throat> need to come to terms with with that stuff <laughs> um because it's it's easy when you're young and you're like and you're saying like oh, I, I'm going to say whatever I think is true, like that's integrity. Yeah. But yeah. also you find that first fan base because their integrity aligns with yours. Yeah. But then if you keep growing and you keep progressing, as we all should hope that we all will keep doing, Yeah. you're not always landing on what they want you to land on and that can yeah. be hard.
5: Yeah. yeah, yes. And I think that especially within a world and genre that due to the nature of my faith and the worldview that I write from, I have found myself in, it's difficult, it's extra difficult, uh, as any person within the Christian anything, Christian as an adjective for anything knows, uh, to start communicating, even beneath that same umbrella, different perspectives than you have previously, because all of a sudden you're not a safe person anymore. And maybe Nothing that in Christianity so- has
2: changed in 2,000 years, though. <laughs> it's all stayed exactly the
1: same.
2: <laughs> I Surely you know that.
5: Well— I just think I and I I don't I I honestly try not to talk about Mars all that much cuz I I'm I just I'm because I don't want to get stuck there and I no longer feel stuck there. But I will say that one of the most difficult things for me for years cuz I I had 4 years between correspondence and cataracts mm. and I wrote about it on cataracts there was a moment where I I basically articulated to my mom that uh, I just like, it made me so, like being so right for so long and having everything be so based on how right I was, mm. and how right we were, made it very, very difficult for me to th- begin to think anything else without being just absolutely terrified personally, <laughs> let alone to articulate those different thoughts to other people. And I felt just completely... Trapped, and I also constantly second guess myself because I felt like, well, when did I ever have any sort of discernment? If I'm totally on the other side of this thing with an entirely different perspective at this point, what do I trust? It just it just like removed all
0: self confidence from me. And when you have when you have a systematic belief system like that, mm -hmm. every brick is load bearing, every brick is cornerstone, and so you can't lose any. Or the yeah. whole thing's gonna fall down. Yeah. So that, yeah, is that? And so that's how I felt. I mean, not only did I feel that, but you know,
5: I mean, I've, yeah. Then it was like, okay, well, not not only is the whole thing collapsing here and now, and that might affect a livelihood. This collapse is eternal, and you are effed. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, I like, I, I just went all the way, all spiraled right on out, and um, and didn't know what to do. So then when cataracts came out. I feel like I just I like had to let loose a lot of what I had been going through over the years because I was just paralyzed. Like I was creatively paralyzed. I didn't know how to communicate with the people that I wanted to help through my art anymore. I just I didn't. Was know this how because to do. certainty
0: was always such a, an important ingredient in your art before? Well. It's interesting because if I, you know, the
5: the most consistent feedback that I get from people who listen to me uh, is that they're grateful that I'm constantly questioning things. So. But there's like, there was always a
0: confidence about it, you know?
5: Yeah, yeah. It was a confident questioning. I think, I I think, well. It
3: almost feels rhetorical a lot of the time.
5: Yeah, it probably does. And I, and so, yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, I loved, you know, who doesn't love certainty? I, 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 it was very nice to know everything and to have the, you know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden that's gone too. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think that that was part of it, but I think, I think personally, and here's probably where more of the identity stuff comes in Is I just, you know, LTP is so attached to Levi, the human person who's here eating dinner in an hour or what, you know what I mean? Like it's all. It's all been so interconnected and that kind of work life thing I've never I haven't done a phenomenal job of. So I think I had to learn a lot about what it meant to create something and then put it away and just be the husband and the friend and 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 the and the person with his own thoughts about life. But I didn't know how to have those. I, I didn't know how to have my own thoughts and it felt mm. terrifying to develop them. You mean your and own so, thoughts were
0: always attached to the audience you perceived as being with you.
5: Correct. So Mm. I don't even, and because of that, it's like, I've, I've overshared and overshared and said so many things and in hopes of maintaining whatever relationship I was afraid of losing. And people are just, you know, I mean, no one is as hyper aware or afraid of it as I was or am or what, or like when I find myself in those places, just like, yeah, you're, (laughs) you don't owe me anything. It's Mm. like, oh, whoops. But but and so whether that came I don't know where it came from I mean I I've got ideas based upon the work that I've done over the last year and a half and I know that I'm in you know a, a really healthy place now and I'm really thankful for that but cataracts felt like I need to get this out I mean it was like it was like post-mars stuff wrestling through so much of evangelicalism stuff America, you know, Trump's America stuff. I mean, there there were so many, there were so many things in there that I felt like I had bottled up inside that I was otherwise afraid to say that I just needed to get out. But I didn't want it to just be another record that was vitriolic and pissed off at everything and perpetuated all of the anger that I see circulating constantly either. So I, I sat on it for a long time because I knew I knew that even if I would have put out the same exact seven songs two years prior, my motive would have been entirely different, and I would not have been proud of it now. So I'm glad that I waited, um, because I know that I didn't do it uh, motivated by vengeance or something like that.
2: Yeah. You might have sold uh, like a like 100,000 copies of (laughs) sweet vengeance poems. Think about it, Yeah,
5: well, you know, I mean, now that it's in my mind, I mean, I could write some more vengeance poems. Mm, Okay, yeah. yeah. I just, you know, just tumble
2: it around in the old... Uh, mind's and the
5: old brain, yeah. Machine. I mean, now yeah. that I've communicated all of this, I can totally do it, you know, now that okay. I... <laughs>
2: yeah, I just I say, take it just for have a spin. Yeah.
0: Well, back to, to Nate's point, it's like you took a break and one of the things is recognizing this unhealthy attachment with your audience, mm-hmm. inability to think of your own thoughts without them being involved in the process. So, so yeah, how does that affect you now coming back and as you think about the new art that you want to make? Like, Is it like, no, this is just what I want to say and I hope people resonate and like it mm. because i'm being i'm being truthful and i'm being honest with my story and that's mm-hmm. what maybe got people to listen i think i think that's the thing that i try to hold on to is like and i've definitely gone through identity stuff mm-hmm. first and 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 still i am like but i think that there was a, at least even now that i look listen to our first records and i cringe you know at how <laughs> no. immature you you know yeah. you can't help it because yeah. you no, grow you so much yeah um but I listen to it and I go, well, that guy was trying to be a hundred percent honest. He just yeah. there was so much he didn't know, and that's the one thing I have to keep doing is is try to keep that integrity. Yeah. But that's always probably been on your list. I mean, how does it how does it change whatever comes next?
5: Um, I'm just excited about it instead of afraid of it because
0: I've I, I value
5: the conversation and I still talk to my audience probably. I I probably talk to everybody more than anybody else that I know who's doing their thing, and I don't know whether that's good or bad. But I've just created a kind of community out of the Levi the Poet fan base, and I'm I interact with them a lot, and so I still bring things up, but I'm not as I'm not as afraid to bring things up. Like I'm not I'm not as afraid of being you know cast out of whatever thing. And if I am, it's like well okay, I'm being honest and i would and and i do i hear what you're saying like i was never not honest mm. i just think that it it took me forever to get to a place of communicating what i wanted to um and and so now i feel a lot more free i think i used the word spacious before like i i feel capable of just being whoever Levi is today and if he's another guy tomorrow I don't even think that that's hypocrisy I just think I'm trying to be as real with what's in front of me as I can be and I'm excited to be able to share that and I know from experience that the more you actually do that the more resonant things are anyway I mean that's that's not the main goal necessarily but it's like I mean it's like you said like the only reason anyone cared to listen in the first place was certainly not because I had great sounding recording audio quality on it's the, for the rhymes, record that I put it for Yeah, the it's, for the it's for the rhymes. It's for the <laughs> rhymes. It's for the super awkward poem about porn that I did. You know, I, I mean, it, it's just like, it's
0: just like more porn poems,
5: please. Yeah, more porn poems, please. I please. mean, any band, <laughs> any band, like who do you know? I There's so many bands whose records I love on their debut. And then the second record sounds just like every other thing. And I hate it. And and it's like, it's not, I don't, I know no one's ever served by just catering to every single person that they want to keep around. Like, and it's not even, and even in the conversations that I'm trying to have with people, that's not helpful either. I don't want a bunch of yes men. So I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited to be able to create from a free place. That feels great he's gonna make that pissed record is what he's gonna yeah. do Wait, yeah.
2: what about like poems about like nature and stuff you tried those i uh, i just uh, i just overlay a bunch of Rondas poems on spotify
5: on there or whatever <laughs> <laughs> thank you jeremiah there you go you've been enjoying yeah. it yeah i have been enjoying it it's good Get it's, that piece it's very life. nice yeah it's good it's good so are you gonna start writing Yeah, I have been writing. I have been writing, and I'm excited about that. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Does anyone know what is gonna come of anything right now? But I have (laughs) been writing.
0: Yeah. So well, I I do know that we when we talked last that during this year off you had this like crazy original epiphany about something that you would do with your poems um, that I just. Think this is probably the place to share it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm it's, gr- it's groundbreaking. Like, if he, I don't even know he, what it
3: is. But if he announces
5: it, other people are going to start ripping that off.
0: Yeah, because it's such like no one's thought of this. It's so novel.
5: I don't yeah. have any idea what it is, but I feel like I'm about okay, to be so, made
0: fun of. Okay, Nate. So, check- <laughs> <laughs> Nate, check check this out. You know how Levi goes places and says his poems out loud. I, I absolutely. Did Do you I know? Guess what he's gonna do with the poems now?
2: Well, what most people do with poems, I, I just—oh, no, this is not. No I, one's I done this. Nate. No one's done this. I, what most people do is they write the poems down and then they put them in a book. That's wait—I've read uh, a many, many poems like that.
0: Wait, you've heard of that? You've <laughs> yeah, heard people, people doing done that
2: before? Mostly, that's mostly how I get my poems. Wait a minute—you've
5: heard of writers? Writing books before Levi, you said
0: this was your idea,
2: specifically poems. It is an idea that came directly into a paper, (laughs) and then on the paper, my eyes do read the poems, and then they go in my mind. (laughs) Poems. Well, okay, poems. (laughs) Poems.
0: Poems. Poems.
2: I had a friend in school (laughs) who did pronounce it poems, and I always my my grandfather,
0: aka Pappy Style, says poems. Poems. uh, It's so not you decided wrong to write a book. To say
2: it that way, is it? It's not wrong. Don't okay, don't good. don't
5: be too hard on Leave yourself. Levi the boy, Levi the boy, Levi the boy. Point. <laughs> yeah, man, Let just me, write uh, those things
0: down. There's and times, then you we know, can do
2: them that way. I know, right.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, all this driving and yelling is just it's you haven't needed to do it. I know, know,
5: I know. All this burnout for nothing. I could have just written it down <laughs> but, um, and sent well, it out. Well, at least out. you finally got the real good
2: idea, you know, uh-huh. from hanging out and not. <laughs> it doing takes a the while.
5: It ta- just it, things yeah. need to ruminate, you know, they need to grow. You gotta discover Man, those what things novel inside of you yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but it's done. I mean, it's now now I'm talking to a printer, but I got paper samples in the mail and um, spent the first month of this year diving into learning the Adobe suite, which made me want to die. <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was like really fun. And, and uh, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, hopefully I think turnaround on that is about six, six to seven weeks. So as soon as I give him the thumbs up, I'm going to do it. Get a book. Later this year, Levi, the poet, the book, Levi, the book guy. Levi, Levi the Poet guy. guy.
2: <laughs> you could still be Levi the Poet, and people who don't know what you do would assume you've written the poems in a book.
1: <laughs> they'd be like, Yeah, yeah let me yeah. buy your book. And you'd yeah. be
2: like, I just did one. Yeah, you'd be like, Oh, and finally, they'd be like, of course, you
5: did. Yeah, of course you did. You're a poet. You're a poet. I know. I know. They'd be like, Well, yeah, naturally, you did a book. Well, believe it or not, it took a decade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're like, well, you're
5: just getting started then. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So, yeah, man, I'm excited about that though. It was a lot of work. It was like a big catharsis explosion. I mean, I went through thousands of photos over the years and all of these different things, and it was nice. It was. Um, I'd say another thing from from that project specifically, but then just this whole year is just like this sort of sense of gratefulness, you know, mm. that that I've got that that I've been able to garner in, instead of um instead of just being very anxious and worrying that, you know, everything's going to fall apart, just being like looking at all of that stuff, all of those show photos, all of these memories, all of these posts and just being like it's insane. It's insane that I've gotten to do this for so long and that people care enough to continue to care. <laughs> and uh, and and even, even when you stop doing the main thing that you're doing, there are still people around. And, and, uh, and so I, that's been, that's been really beautiful to be, to be able to replace a lot of fear with a lot of thankfulness. That's been nice.
2: That's very sweet. That's <laughs>
5: very sweet. After, <laughs> after Plus a year, I've it. got a badass book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a- after, man. After a year, can you tell like, what is rest for you? Hmm. Mm. Mm. Please say it in the haiku. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I can't. I can't.
5: Um, I wrote a lot of, uh, I, I wrote a decent amount about hanging out with my dog, which Brandy got me. And you know, I was getting bad when Brandy decided to get me a dog in the letter. <laughs> in the letter she wrote me, the letter uh, the day, because it was a surprise. And uh, she she wrote a letter and it said, Dear Levi, I wrote uh, I decided on this when you were losing your mind last December. <laughs> it's finally here. And so we just I don't know. Like I I've I've like it's a loved sweet dog, the, man. I know. And I've loved going and hanging out with the dog and going on walks. And I feel like uh I feel like it's it's forced me to um just kind of get back down into my body and out of my head, you know, to just be present and hang out with him mm. and hang out with Brandy and hang out with uh the people who are in town, I like Albuquerque more than I've ever liked it after mm. forcing myself to stay here for a year and um it it was previously kind of a place that I've only ever complained about and wished that I wasn't in and i'm um, i'm uh I've enjoyed that a lot more so i think i think disconnecting from i mean i love i love all of the social stuff and I love hanging with people and everything, but I think turning it off and being able to just sit and be present uh here with folks has been has been really nice. I think that that's a part of what what rest has been
0: for me. not just feeling like the weight of deadlines and stuff and just
5: yeah I mean I still I still feel like that and I still create plenty of deadlines and anxiety and and or, or things that I might not <laughs> necessarily need to but I but but yeah like like I would never be able to disconnect my brain from everything else that I otherwise felt as though I should have been doing. You know, and and um and I have gotten better at that. I'm not perfect at it, and I, it kind of ebbs and flows depending upon uh what's going on. But but by and large, I'm it, it's it's I can get to that place easier than I ever ever could before, which is great. So if basically a- my life is perfect now, everything is perfect, <laughs> oh. and we don't even need to. I mean, you guys. I'll have a guru um thing for everyone to buy. You know, oh, okay, just right cool. after this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. If if so, someone so was like listening to this and
0: they were considering like taking a year off, like um, or they were like, I can't possibly do that. Yeah. Like, what, you have any just like parting words for them as someone who's taken one, like on on? I
5: like, just think I think you can. I just think you can, and I didn't think I could either. I mean, Brandy and I went on a walk, speaking of walks with the dog, uh, at, at the very beginning of this year, and we were <laughs> having a conversation and laughing out loud because Brandy was like, hey, it's January again. Like, we made it through this year. That's crazy, you know? Mm. Like, how did we do I, It was like, and we were both just like, yeah, that's, I didn't, I mean, there, there were a lot of, there are a lot of pain points and there were things that I would rather have not gone through, but at this point felt like a necessary sort of suffering and I'm grateful for it. And that's not a, uh, that's not just like, Oh, I slapped this happy bandaid on the end of really painful things. But I, but I, you know, I, I think it is possible. I mean, mine was supplemented with a lot of things like therapy <laughs> and relationships and, and, um, trying to put, you know, routines and meditation practices and all kinds of things into place in order for for me to kind of maintain some semblance of sanity uh, making that that big of a switch as it was for me but i i do think that uh i'm in a way better place right now than i would have been if i would have done the same thing over again Mm -hmm. um and it was a hard year to take off. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it was like my ten year. You know, like there were so many things <laughs> I could have done last year related you to could this have monetized project that. And, yeah, absolutely. And I and I felt that every time. But I'm still glad that I made the decision that I did. So
2: yeah, sometimes nice. you plan a bunch of like cool ten year stuff, and then <laughs> the world spirals into a yeah. pandemic. And, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So I'm sometimes sorry, things guys. just
2: don't go as planned. You plan then it. you're just
0: like, well, I guess we'll do a podcast with Levi instead. You know, like that's like. I love that you guys are
5: doing this. I mean, <laughs> we were talking about it two weeks ago or whenever it was that you were here. I love that you're doing it. <laughs> hey, man, we're doing that thing. It's Did you start it before then? Or were you just no.
3: about to start? We had already it. decided to start it really started, yeah. got back. But okay. it wasn't. Well, we, were doing, we were doing the other, the yet ones already. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we always end the show with uh, a little segment we called Thank. Thanks. No thanks. You get to pick uh, one thing. You only get one. You don't get Uh to do one of each. Uh Uh, Nate, you got a big thanks. No thanks this week.
2: Um, a couple.
0: Or the carpenter bees going to get like going to get.
2: (laughs) Honestly, again, (laughs) I want to say no thanks to those bees because they're still slapping against my windows and they're buzzing super loud today. Okay, what I am going to give it to is today. I I haven't really left the house. Right, I should say, I haven't driven my car in like weeks, hmm. and I drove my car today, and uh, a wasp almost flew in my car, and it was hmm. really mean.
0: Ooh. No thanks to that wasp. Mm. Okay. that's a, I mean, that's only a slight diversion from the carpenter bees. I know, but I'm
2: still stuck on the bee thing <laughs> yeah. for probably another couple episodes.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I actually saw two in my front yard this morning and I I just felt your anger for them. Well, they just
2: slap against you. They just slap, you know, they're so big and they're they're just a bunch of
0: slappers. Oh, gosh. They can't really hurt you. But when I saw them, I thought that is very corpulent. When I saw one, that's what I thought.
2: Dude, (laughs) they're like they're like wearing jinko jeans flying (laughs) through the sky. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's so good.
2: (laughs) Uh, Chains. Mm -hmm. wallet dog t-shirts yeah
5: (laughs) yeah it's good some some uh (laughs) some um what, what's it called the, all the like sparkles that are on the cross shirts the yeah, embedded yeah, like, ones or whatever you know yes. like yeah the bejeweled the, the, like, fake, i believe afl- yeah, bejeweled, yeah. Shirts. Yeah. yes yes yeah. Uh, uh, like you mean that. like that
0: guy in tiger king who like steals the zoo yeah. away and like he wears that stuff 24 uh-huh. 7 yeah uh-huh. Well, you can always tell a good dude when he's wearing that stuff jeff
2: Loeb or oh there that you is. go yeah i just yeah. watched that
0: <laughs> jeremiah what do you got all right i'm gonna give a uh,
3: a thank you to the really nice I don't know what I call it it's kind of like a bed swing in my backyard underneath the magnolia Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. had a bummer end of the day Um, just worked it and go as smoothly as it could have and uh, laying on that thing swinging underneath the magnolia in some beautiful weather with Mary laying with me was all it took to turn things around there you go
5: That's good, Levi what do you got As a thanks or as a no thanks?
3: Either
0: one. You get to pick one or the other. Oh, that's great. I'll give you a second to stall. My no thanks is uh, a few months old in the making, but no thanks to the mice that crawled into uh, my oven, inside the oven, underneath the burners, and carried about three uh, bowls full of dog food (laughs) into it so that for about a week, my wife was like, why whenever I cook something, does it smell so awful? And the answer is... We were also baking dog food and mouse urine. So mm, nice. uh, it's been in my shed for a few months. We got a new one. And uh, then just it's big trash day, Jeremiah. Don't, don't, don't miss it. Big trash day is coming up here in Louisville. Um, oh,
3: yeah, I know. I've been already snooping through all the trash. I thought about thinking trash day.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, in Louisville, there's no dumps. So there's just certain times of year you can put anything at the curb and they'll take it.
3: There, there are dumps.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's the rumor. Correction, <laughs> there's, there's wait, wait, dumps.
2: There's, there's, I've
0: never dump? heard
3: that
2: rumor. <laughs> Aren't
0: there and, they paid dumps? There are. There are dumps. <laughs>
2: there are. There's no. There's, no, paid there's dumps. no like parks, There's, there's, there's no, no free like, dumps. No. Yeah.
0: There's no free like <laughs> city dump or whatever. Right. So that rumor is true. But uh, So I had to actually carry it out of the show I like today. that these are rumors. Yeah,
1: rumor is. <laughs> yeah,
3: rumor is. <laughs> they're y'all constantly going the around. around.
0: A lot, lot of dump no rumors. Here.
5: I can give you dump rumors for so days. So many people have been talking about these dump rumors. <laughs> no,
0: no thanks to this mice.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm no always thanks. on dumprumors.net. <laughs> Dumprumors.jusities. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um I'm going to say no thanks to the dude about two miles from my house who put out a nice 40-inch uh, television on his curb, like a person does when they have something that they just don't want and they want to get rid of. So on, on a walk with my dog yesterday. And uh, then there's a, just a really nice Samsung television, you know? And I was like, oh, I should, I should walk home and get my car and come get this. And then I thought, you know... By the time I do that, it might be gone. I better just pick it up now. So I picked it up and put it under one arm and walked two miles home through all the neighborhoods with the dog. And uh, it didn't have a power cord, so I had to go risk my entire life by going to Walmart up the street to find a power cord. I had a scarf in my car, wrapped it around my face, don't worry. And uh, then I got back, hooked it all up, external monitor, plugged it on in, and it is completely broken and not usable and in the trash can today.
3: <laughs> Is it, it not trash day? It, on the curb. Yeah. Yeah.
5: it explains why it was I was going to say curb. it sounds like it's trash day there and like you're not
2: up on the day, dump man. rumors.
5: Yeah, it was
2: I'll send you the link to dumprumors.net. Dump dump
0: you got to spend a, more time there, Levi.
5: Oh man, here's the thing. Just, you know, I mean, put it in the trash can, you know. Don't just
0: set it yeah, there it was, like if a, it was
5: Just set it there like a crazy It fit in my trash can, you know. I have the same trash can as those guys. Now I'm curious, but maybe there's more. If I did this,
3: if I did this, Mm -hmm. I would come home and get a look. I can't describe the look from my wife that I would get. Yeah, but it would be something along the lines of "You're an idiot."
5: Yeah. Well, I wasn't here. I was at Walmart when Brandy got home and it was on the <laughs> counter. It was on the kitchen counter, big ass television on the kitchen counter. So I walked in and she's like, where did this come from? And then I had posted a picture of myself wearing this like hot wool scarf in the middle of Walmart. And so she's mad at me, not mad, but she's like, where, why do we have a television here? That's broken on the counter. And did you really wear a wool scarf to Walmart just now? <laughs> 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 it was just uh, It was that It was exactly What you'd uh, what you'd picture yeah. I mean you Take met Brandi. And then
3: she would Enjoy laughing at me When I plug it in Oh yeah And like oh This was just a waste Of
5: my energy and money Oh yeah <laughs> Time like, energy. Be- I mean I spent like A hundred bucks On cables To try to get The thing working <laughs> It is not uh, It's not Not good Wait, I feel no, like the, are you are you serious? I 100? mean, I'll return them. I mean, I went and got the cable, but then I had to get the HDMI and get the Thunderbolt connector and all of the stuff I wanted <laughs> to do for this thing. And I was there,
2: so oh, I'm going to buy it all. Wow. Okay. So. So you went like it, big on.
5: Me. I went big, man. It took up hours of the day. Yeah, because I could be waiting
3: two days for Amazon to
5: deliver me those cords. Absolutely not. It's right around the corner. I need to have you could that buy, now.
2: Like, all those things and a monitor from Amazon for like a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they could be <laughs> they could be there tomorrow.
1: Yeah. A monitor
2: is like seventy five dollars. Right like now. I
5: said, it was a no thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll send
2: you the dump rumors, and then you'll be you'll be more prepared. And then I'll know need to get him on yeah. that dump
0: circuit. Yeah, man, please do. Well, we love you, Levi. Thanks for making time for us, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for inviting me. I love you. Thanks guys for too. taking a year off and for getting back to it because we all yeah. love you, man.
5: Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It was fun. Thank yeah. you, guys.
0: All right, Nate, give him the official uh, goodbye. Bye-bye.
2: I don't know I don't know that we're actually are we actually doing that oh yeah we're sticking to that I I like it
0: do I say that's that's the least gusto one we've had but I liked it I don't know if this has
2: ever come up on the thing but I I legit all the time say bye bye on the phone like all the time (laughs) I don't think about it I'm like all right, yeah bye bye (laughs) I just always say that I just think it's is it so so
3: subconscious that you're doing it on like business meetings or like you know me and and, and then the
2: big big business type stuff I'm mm-hmm. always doing
3: oh but surely you're talking to like a label or something that you don't have a personal connection
2: <laughs> with and bye bye-bye like, <laughs> bye.
1: The,
2: the reality is I'm I am so that does happen where I'm like on the phone with someone who who I really don't know but it's not very common like gotcha like the people I don't know from labels and stuff they're way more likely to just email me you. in you which know, case i don't sign my emails bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye <You should. laughs> i think you to. should start i think you should just add it to your
5: auto <laughs> yeah uh, auto auto footer and just not ever think about it my
2: it's just auto there. footer is very professional but i could add a bye-bye in there and then it would be a little yeah. bit more personal
0: playful Playful my pro- my, my fear is that I will, will tell someone in a situation like that, that I love them because I, I say oh, love I say you a that lot.
2: Like way more than I probably should.
0: <laughs> I say, I love you to like friends and family. I love you, man. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, and okay. and I, I, I'm i sure I've done it to like in a work environment and not noticed it. Like, Oh, that guy told me he loved me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
2: ashamed. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. I love. Uh, love whoever. Well, I we do love you, Levi.
5: That <laughs> wow, is true. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Alright. Love well, you too. Love We're you. We're gonna do yeah. some other stuff, love Levi, but right. right. bye bye,
0: we love you. Bye, Bye-bye. bye bye.
5: Between the notes is ever since
2: her bed.